Okay, Oliver, we're back. Two guys, one spirit. This is uh, this is a, always a blessing for us to be together. Yeah, and thank God that you know He is giving us the strength, the courage to um, jump on this podcast because, man, I don't think that I would be able to do this without Him. Amen. That goes for me as well. So, I've got quite the topic to share about today, Oliver. What is that, John? Women are under attack. Women are under attack. and so Women are under attack from a men, man's perspective, a Catholic man's perspective. There you go. There you go. So, And we I are just, not trained professionals. So no, we're don't not. Don't believe anything that we have to say, but rather ask God, what are you trying to reveal to me through these two men? That are speaking about women being under attack <laughs> so you know I, I definitely ask the Lord to uh, give me the grace see the spiritual warfare enters this is a big topic here yeah my mom's actually calling me right now but yeah it's all yeah, good yeah this is a big topic so I ask for God to give me the grace to be gentle to be controlled self discipline yeah, i'm kind of wary about this topic but i'm going to be open and see how the holy spirit <laughs> is going to guide and lead us today yes amen all right so okay so you know i think one of the things that we we both agreed on before this you know embarking on this podcast journey was that we would speak about current events like things that are going on right now as we speak yes and apply it to what god has uh, what god reveals to us through these experiences amen yes amen. and now just you mentioning that i feel like i have more confidence because the holy spirit is going to guide me and you to uh to talk about this amen and if you guys have any issues with it talk to god about it there you go and and you know what also i think another reason why the Lord wants us to talk about this is because you and I both have two daughters. Yep. We are raising them in this world right now, a world in which women are under attack. They are under attack. And what do I mean by yeah, that? What, what do you mean by that? There's man? a lot of stuff that's going on. Okay. So, you know, Christians, all of us, we know who rules the world. God has given dominion to who, Oliver? To the evil one. That's right. So the evil one, make, you know, being this, his dominion, he's, he's trying to do whatever he can to pull his, God's children away from the Lord so that they, um, when it's their time, of judgment he hopes that they go to that fiery place right that we call hell that's what the evil one hopes for yeah because the evil one definitely or the, the evil one does not want anybody to go to heaven that's right he hates us like i remember father ed broom talking about that so strongly how much satan hates us right so why would why would there be like a very specific attack on women? Well, they 
God in God in the way God designed them, they are the bearers of life, right? Like they carry children in the womb, right? Yeah, the God has blessed them with through the union of marriage, or even you know people are having babies outside of marriage, but still you know God has a plan for each and every one of those babies that He has given life to. Amen. He is the author of life, right? And so. He, as the author, is the only one that should take life away, right? And I think that um, in our ignorance as Christians, not just Catholics, but Christians in general, I think uh, it's easy to lose sight of that because of the world that we live in. And so uh, when we talk about women being under attack right now, I think that from what I see with my own eyes based on current events, they think that they're being under attack in terms of their rights. What do I mean? Uh, well, they feel that they have the right to abortion, Oliver. Well, I think they do have a right to it. They, women, as well as men, we have free will yes. and we have a choice. So when you say that women have a right to it, they technically do. Because, you know, God's not going to force them to make that decision to love him, right? So they have free choice, right? That's what they have. But I think where things get dangerous is where they associate that word right. Because, yes, they have free choice. Absolutely, they can make that choice. The Lord permits that, right? But when they start using that word right... That's where we our pride gets in because then we're like, we feel entitled to rights, right? And free choice is a gift from God, right? Right. So that's the problem with that word is like, if I'm entitled to my rights, then I'm going to like, you know, you're going to have people that are going to fight for these rights, right? And um, that's what like this country was built on, right? Is that we... We revolted against the, the, the English, the Britons, right? And this country was made through the grace of God, right? But what, what, why do I bring this up? Well, because if you don't know, you know, if you don't know as a Catholic or Christian, to abort a child is to commit a mortal sin. Did you know that, Oliver? Um, I think so. Abortion. Um, doesn't make God happy. Right. But that's, which commandment is that fall under? Which one? Aborting a child. I don't know the commandments. In, uh, Thou shalt not kill. Okay, there we go. There we go. Thou shalt not kill. So this is an unborn child. And see, the thing is that men, we don't have this choice because we don't build, we don't carry children in our wombs. Right, so this is a choice that is specifically given to women whether to carry or not. <coughs> so, and Oliver had to mute himself there to to cough, but good good move there. <laughs> that could really blow someone's ear out. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Thanks for showing me where that's at. This is all new equipment, so <laughs> I, now I know where to, to hit that. So, yeah, so. That's it. You, you know, it. This being Wait, a unique is it, choice. Is this uh, 
Women are under attack talk, or is this an abortion talk? No, this is a, a women under attack talk. Okay. This is, but this is a heavy topic within that. You know, I mean, that um, it's very important. I think that the Lord wants us to use uh, wants to use us to to be able to enlighten the minds of because there's you know a lot of cat. I know a lot of Catholics personally. I feel like this is like hey, pro-choice. That's that's. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's the way to be because it's it's the, and the and the logic behind it is my body, my choice. This is going to be another one of those episodes that are going to make people feel a certain way. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you might be angry right with me right now as I'm as I'm talking about this. But and, you know, uh, but it's okay, okay because we can agree and we can disagree. I mean, our, we still need to be able to communicate and work and walk and talk through this stuff. absolutely i'd love i'd be more than happy to talk to any any of my sisters that desire to have a conversation about this but um you know with regards to that specific choice that women are given um that's well, you said that men don't can't make that choice why do you say that because we don't carry babies so we can't say i'm going to kill this child like sure we could probably do that in a very like wicked way like we would have to physically like do something to the woman that's carrying the child in order to do that to accomplish that but in the sense that like like i can't swallow a pill or or have like a procedure done yeah to a you. procedure done to me to kill yeah. the child right so um so this is a and so why do we say women are under attack? Well, we're, you know, this is unique to women and we've just discussed why. And ultimately God in his love for all of our sisters wants to have them in heaven, right? And so the question that must be asked then in regards to this topic is, does that choice to abort a child, is that going to help me to get to heaven? Yeah, that's a good reflection question. Yeah, so that's one way in which women are being attacked. A big one. They're being attacked because they are... They're being uh, told lies by the enemy that, that they have the right to abort a child that is in their womb. But It's the wrong word. They have free choice, but it's not a right. Uh, God... God God is the only one that makes laws. Like he's like, I mean, there's, we could do human stuff, right? But human laws, like it says in scripture, those that are in the spirit are not like, they don't fall under that law, right? Like human laws, like we're actually living through Christ and through his spirit and, and we're like above the laws is what I, th I believe the word, the word says to do you, do you know if it that? says that we're above the law. Well, I might be just, uh, you know, paraphrasing that incorrectly, but you know, I'm not a theologian or an expert at the word, so you know, I think that's you can kind probably of a, look that up. Yeah, that's kind of a maybe a verse that we need to find at some point. Yeah, I'm sure the Holy Spirit's gonna give you that, or we're, maybe give you that because <laughs> you, you're talking about this. <laughs> well, I know that's you, you your phone there. You, you should have known it. Your phone's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, we're, 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 it's, it's, we don't live under the law, I believe is the exact word. No, I think there is, there is a verse that says that we have to follow the laws of the land, 
but then in a way if the laws of the land kind of contradict the laws of god right and follow the laws of god exactly than men and that's what I mean, i'm that's referring different. to that's what the, i'm referring to okay yeah that's totally different than what you're saying and that we're above the law that's that's what i meant but yeah so i appreciate the correction so <clears throat> so moving on with the this topic of women being attacked so uh, number two um, of course would be the fact that right now um, there's a, a big agenda by the world that is pushing what we call women's empowerment You've, have you heard of this Oliver women's empowerment what does that mean yes so what what the world is trying to do is poison the thoughts, minds, and hearts of our sisters to believe that they don't need men. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I, I witness this almost on a daily basis because my daughter, who is 15 years old now, you know, is a sophomore in high school. And just like all last year, her freshman year, she was sharing about things that were being taught to her at her public school, like just to empower women, to make them believe that they don't need men. And think about it, like, you know, being lesbian is a thing now, right? And you can, you know, there's families out there perhaps that um, it's just two women and maybe they've adopted a child, right? Yeah, uh, I guess in going back to what the the world is teaching women, I guess that they don't need men. That kind of contradicts what God teaches in the sacrament of marriage, and that it's a union between man and woman, woman and man. So, I mean, women do need men. Yeah, and this obviously this concept applies to men as well that are choosing to be homosexual. Like, you know, you need women because they are they they bear, they are able to bear life but again um going back to this particular topic with women being under attack it's very uh, a very specific kind of attack because you know men have a very specific role you know in the family and i'm not going to get all into that right now because that's uh, that could be for a different episode but but with you know women choosing to live a, a life let's just say a, a quote-unquote married life because you can get technically you can get like you know if i go to court with another if i'm a woman i go to court with another woman or go to vegas or whatever i could probably get married right yep. um by choosing that life you know w wouldn't you say that this would cause confusion to any children that they would try to raise yeah because now what God had intended for man and woman, the world is altering to say that it's okay between woman and woman and man and man. And, you know, the evil one running this world is running it contrary to what God wants for us. And I could see how, um, yeah, kids that are growing up in that environment are not necessarily being taught uh, God or Jesus in the Bible, I think they're kind of taught a God or Jesus that caters to them. 
versus what the actual truth is. So a more subjective truth than an objective truth. Absolutely. And so if you run with that, let's say that's your mentality, this worldly mentality that oh, I don't need, I don't need a guy. I don't need a man in my life. Right? Well, if I have that mentality, how do you think that might affect the sexuality of one said woman that runs in their life with the I don't need man mentality? What, what, do, you, what do you think would do to their sexuality? I don't know. What would it do? So there, there's essentially at that point, like you're going to be committing acts of homosexuality right in that in that instance which is a mortal sin right and do you think that there's going to be any kind of practice of chastity in these types of uh in this type of behavior yeah i think so really yeah practicing chastity like no, anyone no, can I'm, practice no i'm talking chastity. about like i'm talking about like woman having acts with a woman like yeah they can practice chastity well, so you're the, say are you saying that they they cannot? Like no, there's no I'm, instance where they No, will not I'm not saying them. that. That's not what I'm saying. What okay. I'm saying is is that there's it's going to be less likely that they're going to be practicing that cuz you're already you're already doing things that are that are very sinful. So that you know, uh, there's not going to be any kind of like um self discipline so to speak cuz you're already kind of doing something that is against God's order. So this is going to cause someone to be more promiscuous, I would say, because of the fact that they are already committing mortal sin and, and not living in the love of Christ. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. Mm, I don't know. I think, um, I think they can practice chastity if they want. I didn't say that they can't, okay. but I'm just saying they're less likely to. Well, I don't even know. Can you even say less likely? I don't, I don't, I don't know, but okay, we'll, we'll we'll go with what you're saying. Yeah, it's 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 something that you know. It's like it's like this. If I'm uh, if I'm an alcoholic, okay, I'm less likely to, you know, uh, be sober than someone that doesn't drink. That's all I mean. Okay, that's a good point you bring up. That's all I'm saying. Like it's. It's just like what what is the likelihood of someone that's going to be practicing virtue if they're already living in mortal sin? Okay, you know what Got I'm it. saying. Okay, so that's that's so that's you know the, you have all of this going on, and like like we said, we're not theologians here or anything like that. And and ultimately, you know what we we should you know what my what's in my heart to share about this is that you know we love our our sisters and they have a very important role god god is god has given to each of them that we men have not been given to be able to do you know to be able to carry a life and so forth it's a to be mothers you know a mother is way different than a father right the the responsibilities and the role that they have like i i can't breastfeed my child right like that's Although there was a YouTube video out where there was this man and man couple and they were trying to um, breastfeed. breastfeed their baby. 
what happened in that video? Nothing. <laughs> and I think the other one was just encouraging the other one saying, oh, don't worry, it's going to happen soon. Wow. I have not seen this video. I've not seen this video. That was pretty crazy. Oh, man, that's wild. Um, disordered. Yeah, thinking. very, very disordered. It's like, just because you think it's going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right, right. Just because you believe, like, oh, okay, well, eventually it's going to happen. But if God didn't intend it that way, no matter what you think, that's not going to change what God intended for the body to be used. Right. right? And in a deeper sense, I think I, I'm feeling moved to share like why this would happen. Like why would women be under, like we, obviously we talked about them being life bearers, but like that is a major reason why, but like, but, but at the same time, like Satan has already kind of revealed from the beginning his plan to attack women like right away. Like he wasn't messing around in that, in that garden. You know what I'm saying? With Eve, yeah. With Eve, he wasn't messing around. Like he, oh, you shall not, you won't die if you eat from that fruit, right? Yeah, no. that tree. I mean, yeah. yeah. God didn't say that you would die. Yeah, yeah. You know, just filling filling Eve up with lies, right? And and who was the first one to eat the fruit between Adam and Eve, right? So he he kind of like, I feel like, in charity for our sisters, God wants this to be put out there to be brought to the light because I feel like our sisters need to be more conscious, more conscious of the, of the attack that the enemy is trying to bring upon them. And, and if, if we're not, if we have our guard down, it's going to be hard to live a holy life, you know, a life that the Lord has designed for us. Yeah, that's uh, true. (laughs) (laughs) You should see Oliver's face right now. He's like, where are we going? Yeah, with where this? are we going? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's all about love, Oliver. <laughs> Remember, we talk about love all the time, right? Like it's all about love. Jesus loves all of his children, but he's given women a very specific role that that we men just we can't we can't no matter what we try. Like you said, that you watched that YouTube video of a guy trying to breastfeed a baby or something like that. Like we can't do that. It's just it's just not. He didn't make us that way, right? right? And no matter how hard we try to be a mother to a child, like just even like the emotional aspect of being a mother to our children, like dude, it's it's not it's not possible. Like my children interact with my wife in a diff- in a way that I they don't interact with me. Right. Like it's just totally different. You know what I mean? And so, if the evil one can be successful in creating this type of disorder or confusion within the family unit, you know, where women are trying to raise families without a man in it. You know, I mean, that, that brings me another, uh, inspired by another point. Like there's a lot of women, right. That are single mothers. Right. So when you're in this world and this, the enemy is feeding these like thoughts of women's empowerment. If I'm a single mother, I'm going to be more inclined to think, yeah, you know what? I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I can, I I can can do do this this on my own. Yeah. And, that just that phrase of i can do this on my own okay well then let's see you when you die not just women but men as all as well if you can say that you could do this on your own when you die because we're all going to die how do you save yourself because you're not relying on god's help at that point no you're relying on your own strength and your own power and there's like hashtags on social media where they say super, the whisper super mom strong no i'm whispering so i don't get like 
You know how you're teasing me earlier about oh. clapping and stuff? I'm whispering. Oh, oh when you would be Super clapping. mom strong. That's a, that's a real thing. I don't see that stuff because I'm not on that stuff. <laughs> and me, neither am I, but my wife just shows me <laughs> these, uh, these different hashtags that are, that are out there for, for the, the, you know, our sisters that are on social media. Yeah. It's all very sad. I just, it disturbs me because I know, you know the Lord has revealed to me through my own experiences like in, in raising our family and, and this miracle of having my marriage reconcile like like what type of role that women are supposed to have in in this in this world it's very ordered but um the enemy does a really good job in uh in, in you know throwing a wrench into those plans yeah and i think it's probably also too because these women and men as well don't know like what the truth is in Jesus. Absolutely right? ignorance. And so if they don't know what the truth is, then they'll pretty much fall for any and everything that you know will make them feel good. Because it sounds good. Yep. It really does sound good. Yeah. Right. Like love is love, and like I mean, just like the whole thing, man. It's like very convincing. If yeah. you're if you're not with Christ, like I would fall to it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know before this journey from my wife and I, we both will tell, we're the first to admit that we were kind of like leaning towards pro-choice. Like we didn't have any kind of like strong stance on like, you know, against women deciding to make that choice. Like, like it made sense to me. Yeah. It's, it's their body. So they're the ones that are carrying the child. So if they don't want to carry a child for nine months and then be responsible for raising that child after the child's born, like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like they should be able to just say, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Cause I mean, without God, then you're God and you're making your own decision. But then going back to scripture, you know, God made that baby God knew that baby before that baby was even formed in the womb. So God already had a plan, a life for that baby. Amen. And whether, you know... He knows how many hairs are on our head. Yeah. And so that means that that baby is actually already has life. That's right. And for anyone to take that life, I mean, they're going to have to answer to God. And we could only just say, like, hey, you know, you might want to reconsider having an abortion because... You know, God has a plan for that baby. Amen. But then you, because God loves you, if you decide to go through with it, that's your choice, and you're given that free choice, that free will. Uh, and then, but you know, you will just have to deal with the consequences, as we will all deal with the consequences Amen. of our sinful ways, absolutely, and things that we don't ask for forgiveness for. Right. Like we will all deal with it on Judgment Day. That's right. And but. I don't know if people can see the lovingness in that and just sharing. Oh, maybe because just throughout life, you know, just sharing things with other, with other people. People just say, oh, you're imposing this on me. I don't care what you think. You don't know me. You don't know my situation. And now when someone who actually loves this other person tries to come with, like, the truth or, like, okay, well, this is what God thinks, there's no chance. Like, right the person receiving it has no chance because the world has already attacked that person. And now it's like, okay, I'm just presenting this message to you that, you know, God is not happy with abortion. Right. 
it's your choice because God loves you and he loves me. And if you so decide to do it, you can do that if you want. Right, right. But again, you, just like me, will have to deal with the consequences for our actions uh, on Judgment Day. And let's look at the reality of this, right, in terms of this whole argument of pro-choice, pro-life. The reality is, if we all just loved Christ, like by choice, right, there wouldn't even be this discussion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would just all, because our love of God, we would all choose life, right? But it's because of the fact that we have been given free will. We have been given, you know, the choice to accept Christ as our Lord or to reject him, like, that this is even a topic. Because obviously when we reject God, we start going down a dark road, that we start making these bad, poor choices that, that create disorder. Yeah, we start to make our own rules. That's right. We start to play God ourselves. That's, that's right. And, and you know, and I, you know, I think that, that um, you know, our sisters that do choose abortion, I don't even think that they necessarily are saying to themselves, oh, well, I'm a God, so I'm going to do this. Like you're talking about what, yeah. what yeah. is the reality of it, right? But at the same time, you know, they, they think that their lives, their lives will be ruined if they have this child. Right. Yeah, but I think also, too, the thing that's not promoted or advertised is how people feel after the abortion is done. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, they don't they don't talk about that at all. Like, no. how many women regret it? The world doesn't want them to know about that. Yeah, so yeah. that's just... Because it's all just pushing the before the abortion, but then what is it like after? Exactly, and then there's so many testimonies, too. If, if you're... If you're a listener and you're, you know, maybe you're in a situation where you are pregnant right now and you're, it wasn't planned, you're feeling anxiety about it, you know, maybe you have had thoughts about aborting the child. I encourage you, I pray that you receive the grace to be open to just like look up. There, there are many testimonies online that we can find regarding children that have survived abortion attempts and they talk about their testimony and what God has done through them because they ultimately were not aborted. Um, there, there are stories of children that were adopted by, you know, a biological mother that maybe felt like they weren't ready to be mothers. And so they were, these children were given up for adoption I mean, there's options that, you know, you don't just have to say, oh man, like, I'm just going to kill this, kill this baby because I just can't deal with this, you know? Yeah. And I guess it really is a hard decision to make. And, you know, we could talk about like, oh, this is what should be done because, you know, this offends God or this shouldn't be done because it offends God. But you and I, or at least for me, I would hope that in a situation, if that was presented to me, that I would be like, okay, well, we're going to do, you know, God already had plans for this life, and we're going to see it through. Right. And I'm going to have to trust that he's going to provide. Yeah. I mean, it's easier for us to say that, oh, no, they shouldn't do it. Right. But then, you know, my friend taught me, he was telling me that 
I need to empathize and be 100%. more understanding. Like, because we don't know what it's like. Again, I don't know what it's like to carry a baby. No. Um, but I, I can bet that that decision is very tough. But I think I can find peace in knowing that if you do, do decide to go through with it, prior to going through it, pray to God, ask God if this is what His plan is for you and for this baby. 100%. That's, that's it. Yeah, there's there's organizations out there too that will um, support you know let's say a um, let's say a mother that's that's in that process and and they don't have the the, the father around. Uh, there's there's organizations that will support these women. It, it, like you said, it's it's all very difficult. It's it's nothing as easy to just to I mean I can't even fathom like right that decision to just like to be in those shoes and to say yes to like be like yeah i'm still gonna have this baby like that's yeah and then to that's think pretty mind-blowing think about like what's gonna happen after right because you're gonna live with that for the rest of your life right and whether or not someone acknowledges it that's gonna be with you like you carry that that's right subconsciously or consciously yeah because you can't like like you said before about people that do actually commit abortion like that stays with you like you said it's it doesn't you can't just erase that from your memory yeah but then like i think the you know seeking god and his forgiveness and he is merciful and he is loving you know you you, you come to him with that but you know again pray beforehand and just ask god what, what do you want me to do but so one last thing you know um, we're wrapping this up here but like you know, being being fathers of t- of two daughters, both of us. You know, I just you know if you're if you're a dad listening to this and you're wondering, well, shoot, like what the heck do I do in this world that is like, yeah, I agree with what Oliver and John are saying about this, right? Like, what do I do? How do I raise these daughters in this world? I mean, the best thing that I can offer you is that you just focus on your own relationship with Christ. Yep. And your daughters are watching. And I, yeah, I would agree with that. Work on your relationship with Jesus. And I wouldn't trust anyone telling you or teaching you about Jesus. That desire has to come from you. And the heart. It starts with heart. opening up the, the Word of God, the Bible. And, you know, read the Gospels, and you'll get to know Jesus. Amen. Uh, read the Old Testament, you know, you'll get to know God and His love for the people and what He actually intended and he, what He wants for people. Because it's really, God wants to love people, but because of original sin, because of Adam and Eve, we we rebel. He does love us, right? He does love us, and, and like you said, yes, we, we reject that love. Yeah. And so what what can you do? Know the truth and teach the truth to your kids. Otherwise, you know, the world is going to teach a false truth to your kids. And that's why, we, you know, what Oliver's saying, you, you got to read the word to, to know God because, like, our children, they're not dumb. Like, our, I feel like our like this this generation, because of all the access to the technology that's out there, they're like smarter than like than we were in our generation growing up. Like they just have access to so much, so they kind of like know more in the worldly sense, right? Not not 
that they have more wisdom, but they have they have a lot of knowledge about the world because the world is feeding them a bunch of stuff. But like they can see whether we're being sincere or not in our in our pursuit of Christ. They can see that, and if we're being very uh, like fake about it, it's not it doesn't appear real to them just for vanity purposes or you know if our intentions are not pure then our daughters are not going to follow they're not going to they're just going to continue to live in, in the world that is being presented to them yep and so in trying to wrap this up john um can you bring up those summarize these points of yours with women under attack and um i guess where do we go from there yeah i mean in summary um you know this is just really a call i think that christ has for all of us men and women to be aware of how women are being attacked because ultimately in in love and charity um god may ask you the listener to have a a tough conversation with a a loved one in your life you know that could be your sister your best friend i mean whoever i mean someone that you hold dear to your heart and um you know they're going through these these uh, these attacks, you know, whether it's pro-choice, whether it's um, to to hey, I don't need a man in my life. I'm just gonna just do it my way. I'm, I'm on a, my own. On my own. I'm a single mom. Um, I don't need a man. Um, you know, so we we they go they're go under this attack, and so the Lord in His love and mercy, we just we need to really you know, answer that call, like to have these tough conversations, because ultimately Oliver, like you and I both know, we're just trying to share truth. And from there, it's up to the person that's hearing these words to decide whether or not they want to say yes or no. I mean, like we're not in charge of that, but we, we are responsible for just speaking truth. Well, yeah. And, and again, I wouldn't believe what John has to say or what I have to say. You know, I would just say, you know, talk to god about it do do your research see what how god feels about all of this stuff right and then uh, go from there because i mean we are not god we're not trying to be god but we feel like god has given us a message to share and if uh you feel that it's not the message that's coming from god well how do you know like, what are you comparing it to? Yeah, you got to test the spirit, too. Are you comparing it to your own feelings and your own thoughts about God? Or are you comparing it to what you've actually read about Him in the Bible? Test it, too. Like, you know, I mean, maybe reflect on maybe certain experiences that have already happened in your life. Like, what kind of fruit came out of that? You know, like when you maybe made choices on your own that, that you didn't really consult the Lord on. Like, how did that work out? Like, I know this is all very deep, and, and we have to really be humble to be able to do that, uh, have a, or accept the grace of humility in the moment to be able to do that. But, yeah, I feel like, you know, the Lord is, each and every one of us, you know, Oliver and I and, and the listener, the Lord has already given you everything that you need in order to be able to answer the call that's, that's in this moment uh, that he has placed before you. Yeah, and hopefully we use it to glorify Him and not ourselves. Amen. So, all right. With that, Oliver. Jesus loves you all. Jesus loves you. <laughs>